Al, we're going to talk about your favorite subject this week. Oh? Cars. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. The Disney movie. No. No, that movie is not my favorite. Owen Wilson is not here. Oh, well. Wow. 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 Nor is Larry the Cable Guy. I mean, honestly, I think we're a more iconic duo than those two. When are they going to put Owen Wilson into Kingdom Hearts? Oh, no. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow, Sora. (laughs) Wow. Oh, God. Wow, (laughs) Xanahort. That's all we need. You're right. You're right. How, How to make Kingdom Hearts a better series in one step. Add Owen Wilson. Wow. Unfortunately, it's not what we're talking about this week. We're not talking about that, and Cars is not my favorite. We're talking about real cars. Vroom, vroom. Not the vroom, vroom kind. Not actual real cars. No, these are real cars. It's like based, I mean, I mean, based, I'm not on, wrong. based on a true story, Cars. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Seasonal Anime <laughs> Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Howe and Ladium. Hello. This is episode number 272. And we're going to talk about Gran Turismo 7. Wow. And also the PlayStation 5, because we both have one of those now. We can kind of talk about it. Uh-huh. Because why not? But yes, GT7 is out now. Mm-hmm. The first mainline Gran Turismo game since Gran Turismo 6 on the PlayStation 3. Which is weird to think about. That is weird to think about. There was a PS4 GT game, but it was the the weird Gran Turismo Sport, which was more like eSports focused. Mm. And just weird. Weird. Yeah. This is more of a return to... The normal stylings of the series, mm-hmm. but also retaining some of that stuff that they put into sport as okay. well. So it's like a weird mix mash of the two. Uh, it is also available on the PS5 and PS4. So you can get it on both platforms, but uh, if you want it to run the best, mm-hmm. you're probably going to want to get it on the PS5. Because A, load times are much significantly quicker on the PS5 compared to a base PS4 where it's like 10 times as quick. Mm-hmm. I think I saw a video IGN did where it was like four seconds on PS5 and like f- almost 50 seconds on PS4. Just a lot. <laughs> Very significant. Yeah, that is that is not a small amount there. No. Dang. Uh, and it also, just, it's a very pretty game. It is very pretty. I, I can agree with the little bit that I've seen. It is very lovely looking. Very pretty. So there's all that. Um, it's a weird game, I think. Like, I've been enjoying my time with it. Like, you know, it's a simulation racer. It's one of those. So it's not like they've really changed the boat on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a lot of weirdness in this game. Like, the way you progress through, like, the game, quote-unquote, is you go to this weird cafe where this dude's like, here's a menu of cars I want you to get, or do this race, and then come back. <laughs> And I'll give you rewards. So, like, that's how you progress through the game. And I finished all that up last night. And then it was like, oh, yeah, you did everything. All right, cool. Later. (laughs) 
And I was like, okay. All right. I guess. Which felt, it felt very short compared to like previous GT games. Like, and I guess I should say like, I haven't played an actual Gran Turismo like in full since like GT4 on the PS2. Oh, wow. So that is quite a long time ago, but I feel like I remember back then that game taking a long time to get through. Like there was just so much like stuff you could do. Mm-hmm. And like there is quite a bit that you can do in this game, but it does feel like there is less content than I would have expected. Like there's not as many tracks as I would have expected for a big sim racer like GT. Like I think in total there's like 25-ish. 25 to 30 mm-hmm. which seems like a lot obviously but like not all those are like real tracks like some of them are like the Gran Turismo original tracks that they've had in the game since like the very beginning mm-hmm. so like you are kind of losing a little bit on that and I don't know like there's there is variety of course with like the tracks and everything but I just would have figured there would be more so that was kind of a weird thing in general um the the way they kind of uh, show off, like, the options in terms of racing and everything is very much through those menu books. But, like, outside of that, there's a few options you can get per track of, like, you know, here's some bonus races you can do that are outside of the main path. Mm-hmm. But there's not a whole lot of those, per se, which is also, I think, kind of surprising. Like, there's no endurance racing options, which used to be, a, like, a prominent feature in the older GT games. Like, you can go ahead and, like, custom race those and, like, do it that way but there's nothing like set up in the game to be like okay here you can do this race and you'll get this amount of rewards like i remember in like like the older ones like there was definitely ones where you'd be like all right do this two-hour race and you'll get this cool car because it's a hard race to do because you know you have to sit there for two hours and do it good god i can't imagine sitting there racing for two hours or i think in like four they had a thing where like Maybe four. I feel like this was in GT. Maybe even four is it? But um, one of those games definitely had a thing where like you could run a full twenty-four hour race. Like you can do that in here, obviously. But like it was like an actual thing you could do in the game. Like it was like set up by the game itself. And one of the ways you could alleviate doing that is that like you could set up AI drivers to race for you while you're doing something else. That's so, like, nice. Go to sleep, and like the AI will drive for you Burr-burr. while doing that. So, I remember doing that one time. And, like, setting it up so, like, I did it while I was sleeping and when, when I was in school. So, I came back and I was, like, still in it and had to, like, finish it off that way. And, like, that's a cool, like, weird feature that, you know, like, that's something, like, I'm a fan of. But that is something that is not here in this game, which I thought was kind of disappointing. Because, like, once I got through, like, the, the last little championship race thing, I was like, all right, well, I'm probably going to unlock, like, you know, the endurance racing options and all that sort of stuff. and like Do some goofy you know, stuff do some like stuff like that and like you know get like the the harder races and all that sort of stuff but like that's just you just like you finish and it's like okay cool whatever you're done that makes it seem incomplete it's weird because like as well um i believe one of the requirements for finishing like the final championship race through like it's like if you want to call this a single player campaign is you only have to get up to your like your a rank license Mm -hmm. and like they go up through like three more steps beyond that and usually i felt like uh with the older gt games like the way progression would work obviously would be like you would get gated by these these licenses and you know you'd have to keep going and going and getting the other ones and the other ones and like that would unlock like the harder like races you could do later on in the game Mm -hmm. 
Um, and like you still can do like the the license races and all that sort of stuff, or the license tests and all that sort of stuff. Um, but it, like it seems like it just cuts off like halfway through if you like you were just following along the game by itself and not doing them just like at once, mm-hmm. which seems bizarre in a weird way. Um, I will say the final license test is actually pretty cool in a way that like it shows off like how like the the game can be mechanically and also graphically mm-hmm. in that like you have to do a hot lap of a track and like that makes that seems easy in and of itself right you know just do do one lap get it under this time and you'll complete it right the caveat of this is that like it's a track where you can tell it's like rained recently so the track is wet except for like the racing groove so like the the line you would be racing on is dry but if you exceed that those margins you go into the wet and like Basically, it's like you're driving on ice and your car's just going to spin out immediately. Oh, God. So, like, it's a really cool mechanical thing of, like, showing you how to maneuver on, like, wet courses with, like, dry tires and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it makes it a very challenging, you know, final test and all that sort of stuff. But then, like, within the context of, like, the actual game and, like, the campaign of the game, like, you really don't ever run into that. Because there's really, like, not, there's not really a whole lot of races that, like make you have to like you know pit for tires or do all this sort of stuff there was a few of the the outside of the campaign races i think allow you to do that but they're not like super long races it's like here's a race that's like seven laps long but we bumped up the the fuel and tire wear to make it so like you'll have to do all this sort of stuff so it's not necessarily exactly like what i would be looking for in that aspect Hmm. if that makes any sense there is like there is a thing on the the main menu that says like oh hey we're gonna add DLC that's like more courses cars and all this bunch of stuff so like I guess there'll be more stuff to this game at some point mm-hmm. but I don't know when because it says hey we're, we will do this <laughs> just eventually it'll happen just eventually um there's also like missions you can do as well that are kind of like little scenarios that are like you know past this these number of cars in this little amount of time you know um slipstream all these cars and get to this this speed threshold hit all these cones if you want to um what are some other ones that are on there that are like weird uh do like a drift through a corner and get this amount of points and all this sort of stuff um there's some interesting ones that are also like fuel economy runs where it's like you know complete this lab without running out of fuel or there was one i did that was like get as far as you can while on like as low fuel as possible and just preserve as much fuel as you can until you run out of gas. That's like the most anxiety inducing thing ever. (laughs) So like like those are cool little like neat things that are in there. Yeah. But like there's not a whole lot of them, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. So it's like, I don't know if I would say this game is like incomplete or unfinished. Like obviously it got delayed because of COVID and all that sort of stuff. Right. But like, it you def- just wanted like, more out of it? it for specifically because it is a numbered GT game, like, it feels like there should be more to it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's definitely a lot of cars in it. Like, there, it's not wanting for cars, I would say. Like, all that stuff is in there. But, I don't like, it feels weird. Like, this doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of content in this. Like, maybe there is if, like, you're an online player and, like, you get into that stuff. Like, maybe it's a lot more fulfilling in that with that aspect, but... For me, I'm just like, I want to do some races and go vroom vroom. Vroom vroom. 
and all that sort of stuff. So there's that. Uh, it does have like the weird. Uh, you can make your own liveries and all that sort of stuff if you want. <laughs> upload them and share them onto their servers and all that sort of stuff to download for other people and all that sort of stuff. So that that part's fun. Um, apparently that was a thing in Sport because I saw a lot of people being like, oh, I just transferred this from Sport. Oh. I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense why there was like already designs up in the in the, in the the game like the day of release and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, like, you I had some nice this being a thing. Ones. Yeah. So, like, that's a cool little thing. Uh, they go the extra mile from, like, what Forza does, where, like, they allow you to also have, like, custom-designed uh, helmets and fire suits, <laughs> which allows for some just goofy combinations and all that sort of stuff. I liked yours. Which is fun. Like, I think that's, like, a very weird thing to add to this game, but it's also a very fun thing to add. It's just, like, like a little small touch, and it's like, all right, cool. Why not? I like your chaos car a lot. Yes, the chaos car is very good. It's very, very good. It's basically like, what did Jared and Al like? Let's just throw this on a car. Pretty much. Blech. I mean, I know you made it, but it was great. I mean, it's very much in both of our wheelhouses, let's yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, I appreciated it quite a bit. Mm -hmm. I also like that, like, when you were showing off the game to me, you decided you were going to use a Corona car. Oh, yeah, of course. I was like, nice. Corona car. <laughs> Let's go. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. Uh, Take her home, country roads. Yes. <laughs> I think the weirdest thing in this game, though, is the thing that I we, we went through. Yes. And that's the, like, the historical, like, museum stuff. Yeah, so you're talking about how it doesn't have a whole lot of content. It's because they spent all the time doing the history museum section. <laughs> I yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> so like, it's a cool feature in that like it's you know, rad. If you want to learn about like the history of a lot of different car manufacturers and all sorts of stuff, like you can totally do that in here. Like a lot of like the popular ones from you know North America, Europe, and. Asia slash Japan, all that sort of stuff is in here, and you like you can learn from like their beginnings all the way up to current day of like what they're doing and all that sort of stuff. There's also Ford, some Ford like, was it that had a really yeah, like, Ford's not there, which one? is weird. Very weird. Um, you also learn some stuff about like motorsport because like there's an FIA little section in there as well. So if you want to learn about like random things from Formula One and all the other different motorsports stuff that the FIA oversees and all that sort of stuff. And then they also learn the history of Gran Turismo if you want. Mm -hmm. Which is like, here's when these games came out. Yep. And you're like, yep, yep, yep. that's the that's it. Sure but they also <laughs> they like they give you all of that, but then they put it in like the context of like what's also happening in the world. Yeah, they're trying to put it into the historical context of what was going on at the time. Which is so weird and, and bizarre. So somehow missing like major events at points. Yeah. <laughs> Like one of my favorites was like the the picture of Iwo Jima. The they're like this won an award, but like completely glossed over the fact that like World War Two existed and like I don't know why were we in Iwo Jima. Yeah, I was like, um, okay, or just like nine eleven didn't exist. Right. Did I mention the World Trade Center twice though, and or like you know the original one and then the the rebuilt one. And, like, no clarification as to what happened there. <laughs> it's very weird. So weird. And it starts with, like, Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. It's like, hey, here's Teddy. Have fun. I'm like, what are we getting ourselves into? But it was, it was like, um, 
I don't know. It felt like a buckle up moment because we were we were on a ride, and I think we were there for like an hour at least, right? It's a lot in there because, like, like you said, it starts like late nineteenth century and goes up to modern day, mm-hmm. and they cover a lot of like weird stuff. Like, like you said, there's a lot of stuff that's like missing, yeah. And like, there's a lot of like selective like information they're telling you. Oh yeah. But also, there's a lot of like weird specificities of stuff that's in there that you're just like, I all right, sure. Yeah. I guess this is this is noteworthy. <laughs> I'm trying to it remember something here. specifically that were odd. Oh, man. Like, there's a lot of, like, especially early on, like, uh, you know, this book came out and was very noteworthy. This oh, play right. or this musical came out and was noteworthy. And it's like, all right, sure. Cool. I mean, I guess that is a historical moment and everything. Also, there's, like, a lot of times it's just like, hey, this building is a historical monument now. Yep. Yeah, that was strange. And I'm like, okay, Cool. Here's Albert Einstein sticking out his tongue. Famous for, famous for this picture. It's like, wait, wait, bleh. wait, wait. There were things leading up to this picture that mattered about Albert Einstein. No, nah, he's just a black guy, and that's, so that's bleh. all he's famous for. Bleh. Bleh. Um, yeah. The the historic monument ones, those were very strange. It's like, um, okay, cool, I guess. Some of these were built like in a period that you, you could have mentioned, like, Hey, this was built and then it's put on like a register, but um yeah, it, it was it was weird. And like I understand there was a lot of like racing specific ones. Like I learned a lot about um like old weird racing vehicles. Mm-hmm. Or like that one scary one that was like a three wheeler car. Yeah. That, oh god, that looked like a nightmare. Um, there's like there's like some stuff in there. It's like here's when the Indy 500 was happening, like early parts of that. Here's like when Formula One was going off in the 50s and 60s and stuff with that. Which also they don't get into like the gruesome parts of that stuff, where it's like, like we talked about, where it's like, yeah. oh yeah, people were just dying weekly in that series, and everyone's like, ah, that's a thing we got to deal with. <laughs> yeah, that's oof, that's messed up. Yeah. It's like um, oh shoot, I'm blanking on what I was. The, what what it's actually called, but basically like early stunt flying, mm-hmm. um, like people died all the time doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, and like yikes. Yeah, um, you know things that go fast and people have to control, and sometimes you do crazy things with them. Like often leads to a lot of dead people. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Also, like here's a weird uh, tangent we're gonna go off of here, but like. There's a lot of arguments about how auto racing is more safe than it's ever been before mm-hmm. and how that in itself makes it so it is less popular than ever before because people just don't tune in because of the dangers of auto racing. I I, I would believe that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sad. Yeah, it totally is. Because like, there was obviously like this morbid nature to it. Because people would just be like, all right, we'll see crazy happen. And now right. it's like, you'll still see like crazy wrecks and things. But like most of the time, it's like, no one's going to die from these. And that's, you know, people rubberneck with car accidents. So it's kind of mm-hmm. the same thing. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I, as you mentioned earlier when we were talking about the history thing, like this is obviously a very sanitized version of history. And they tell mm-hmm. you a lot of things that they want you to know, but 
many things that uh like should probably be there aren't yeah like i don't know we get to have some information about books but like i don't know we're not gonna talk about women's suffrage or anything (laughs) which is in this time period totally and like there's also this like weird picking and choosing of things because obviously licensing i think yeah like video game wise they're like hey space war was a thing hey uh uh what what you call it um Space Invaders was a thing. Yeah. And then it's like, and the PS5, the PS1 came out in 94. Yep. Yep. Nothing else happened. Nothing else happened between those. Nothing. Not nope. a thing. Nope. Um, oh, there was something I was going to bring up. There's something I was going to bring up. Heck fire. I felt like it was super important too. Oh man. <laughs> Brain farts happen. Unfortunately. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm blinking entirely on what I was going to talk about. I, I remember that I was talking about women's suffrage and how it was gone. Um, but but that's. Um, I do remember that there was some wording with the the Great Depression and FDR that bothered me. Oh, I was going to say that. Um, I was jazzed that the cabinet of Dr. Caligari was in there. Mm-hmm. Um. Although, you know, there's, there's some um, some stuff that's left out in there about, like, why German film was the way that it was at the time. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, obviously, because, like, they are basically fitting in these historical moments into, like, a singular sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, obviously, there's a lot of context that's going to get missing. There's going to be a lot of just information in general that's going to be omitted. And they're not historians, so like right. they're going to try and make these explanations as simple as possible. And saying like, if FDR's economic policies like saved people from the Great Depression or whatever, I forgot exactly how they worded it, but I was like, uh, not exactly. But I understand that like not everybody wants the the nuance and language that I would prefer. <laughs> Right, I mean, you're not coming to this game for, like, history lessons in terms of, like, global history. You're not? What? I know. Very shocking. Why would you not come to this for history lessons? Very shocking. I mean, who doesn't get their history from Gran Turismo? I don't know. Good question. (laughs) Um, There are a lot of dudes with crazy mustaches and, like, facial expressions in in this. To be fair, we missed out probably on a lot more because, like... A lot of the early days of car manufacturers probably had a bunch of weird dudes with facial hair and just looking wild and stuff that I we bet. just did not miss because we didn't go into that. And um, there were also like just random dudes that were like, that looks like a guy you would see like in the Senate right now. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay, cool. All right. I mean, like, There's I. This random guy. I understand, like, yeah, people still like look generally the same, but like in terms of hairstyle and outfit and all like it doesn't look out of place at all that like they would be alive now but they're definitely not they're super super dead yeah um there was that one guy who kept showing up with a crazy um facial hair and the lazy eye oh yeah he showed up a few times uh solter okay yeah yeah yeah. right you're right existentialism will do that to you it's true it's true man that's another thing. Bringing up existentialism 
in Gran Turismo. Sure. <laughs> um, I I was really excited to to go through this with you, though. That it was really fun, and I knew that you knew that I would like super enjoy it. I, I'm I'm happy that we were able to go through it together because it was there's a lot of just like what. Yeah. What? Why? Moments, and it was very, very fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or just us being gremlins about it. Generally, it's a, it's a weird thing. It is a weird thing. It is a very weird thing, and it's still very strange that Ford just like mm, we don't need to tell you our history. Nah. Goodbye. It's like wait, wait, wait. No, Ford, you're important. Your, <laughs> Come back here. Your history matters. Get back here. Come here. Put in information. It's like Ford is the company that didn't turn in their homework. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute, Ford. Like, come on. You, I know you're. I know you're intelligent. You can do this. You can put in this stuff. I'm like, nah, we're good. Let's go watch one of these YouTube videos we put in the game. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's like, oh, come on. But you know, I'm not the Ford history person. Thank God. I'd throw myself off a bridge. Oh no. <laughs> it was it was a wild experience. Um and I obviously had more time with the history section than I did anything else about the game. <laughs> totally, yeah. <laughs> I mean, where else are you gonna learn about COVID nineteen vaccinations happening? Yeah. In Gran Turismo seven. Yeah. <laughs> that was a weird transition, wasn't it? Oh boy! And that boat getting stuck, right? The 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 boat, and I was I was thinking about the drifting and all the videos, and then like had a realization, like, oh my god, that was a year ago. Yep. Time isn't real. Nope. We all got so much enjoyment out of memes about a ship getting stuck in a canal. Yep. Yep. I mean, just think this month is going to be two years since the pandemic started. Are we having fun yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. No, no, no. But hey, race cars. Yeah, those cars look good. Yeah, they look really good. It's a really nice looking game. Got some nice, nice sunny bits and rainy bits and mm-hmm. lighting look good. Sentences I can say them. Can't make it snow though. Unfortunate. Wow, rude. It's not like Project Cars where I could be like, I can go into full gremlin mode and be like, I'm gonna go race at Daytona and make it snow. <laughs> Why? Because I can. Weather changes everything. Yes. Instead of seasons. No seasons here. Um, yeah, I mean, I I mentioned to you while we were quote unquote playing this, like I've been across from Daytona Speedway many many times. Um, mm-hmm. I I can't even imagine what it would be like if it snowed there. Chaos. Absolute chaos. You know that Florida's not at all capable of handling that. No. 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 Everybody would die. It would just descend into absolute Mad Max chaos there. 
as soon mm-hmm. as a single snow stove drizzle snow drizzle um, snow drizzle s- snowflake came down <laughs> you know Please snow- look out for the snow drizzle <laughs> i couldn't think of the word i told you i'm like brain farted today completely <laughs> so snow drizzle came out whoops good old snow drizzle but yeah gt7 is a video game it's cars room um yeah, if you want some good looking cars and some history and some weird history, that's just, this that's the way to go. Very weird history. Um, but I guess to coincide with that, let's talk about the PlayStation Five. Hey, we both have a PlayStation Five now. We do. We both do have a PS Five. Yeah. You obviously had yours a lot longer than I've had mine. <laughs> yeah, I got mine. When did Root Film come out? Uh, like. April of last year around like March or April of last year yeah I've had mine for about a year um because I I uh I got an accidental PS5 um you know March 19th um so yeah about about a year um I kept seeing on on the Wario 64 Twitter um how hard it was to get a PS5 Right. And I'm like, I wonder how hard it actually is. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna just, you know, shoot the shit and give it a shot. And so like one of the drops happened, I put it in the cart and I'm like, Okay, you know, I'm gonna check out and it's probably not gonna be there and I, I go to put it check out and I put in all the stuff and then like I hit the button expecting like oh no, it's not gonna be in stock and it's like, Congratulations, like here's your order number and I'm like, Wait, what? Um, and then they shipped me a PS5, and the first game I played on it was Root Film. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> so, I, I did not fully intend to get a PS5. You were taking advantage of the power of the PlayStation 5 by playing Root Film. <laughs> by Root Film, yes, exactly. You know, the one that absolutely needs all that power. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, and, and just as a side note, I, I did the same thing with the Series X and I was like, well, I guess I have that too now. <laughs> uh, so my curiosity is a problem. Apparently. Um, my favorite, <clears throat> excuse me, my favorite thing about that whole experience was you being embarrassed to tell me. I was embarrassed to tell you. I was like, oh no, this is really embarrassing. So like, I see you playing Rootfield on a PS5. I was like, what? That doesn't make sense. And then you, I, t- I asked you and you're like, yeah, I got, I got a PS5. I was like, whoa, cool. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> like, I didn't care. And you're just like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, neat. That's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I was really embarrassed that I that I did that. Um, and I, I was embarrassed with the Xbox, too. Um, but now you know that I have both of them. And, and now I guess the world knows that I got both of them. And it was complete accident. And I thank you know, everybody that I had, like, you know, money put aside for both of them at some point. That I was like, yeah, I'm going to get these eventually. And eventually right. it came sooner rather than later. Right. So I was like, all right, well, I was going to get them anyway. So here we are. Might as well. Yep. Good Lord, the PS5 is huge. It is a big old console. It's a big boy. That is a big boy. Man. 
Um, and you, you tried to get yours for a while. You had the opposite experience of the, the spectrum of me where I was like, huh, let me see if I can get a PS5. I won't get it. Da, da, da. Oh God. And you're like, I want actually to purchase a PS5. And then, no, you cannot. <laughs> no buy. Well, I think as well, like there was a distinct drop off in terms of like drops that happened in the early parts of this year. Yeah. So like I mean, that didn't recovering help for the holiday. Yeah, so like that didn't help in the slightest. It was just like just waiting and waiting and waiting for like things to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen sometime, and then eventually it did. Yay! And I was like, cool, I got it. Woo! Hooray! Now you have a big boy. Now I got a big boy. Um, we both got the disc version. I guess that's worth mentioning. Yeah, because we're not monsters. Yeah. Um. That's that's basically it. Mm-hmm. I like having physical media. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a disc version. So do you. Mm-hmm. I cannot get over how large this thing is. Like I tried to put it in my entertainment system and it's like, or yeah, and uh, entertainment center. It's like, no. It's like, no, no, I'm, I'm not fitting there. So I had to I'm put it boy. like beside my TV um, because I could not make it fit where all my other consoles are. I'm like, okay, well, you're a hideous little beast now. Mine is behind my television. I wonder if I could fit mine behind my television, because then I could still have access to the, the disk drive, but I'll, I will try that after we finish recording, or as, rather than me trying to stand up and do this now, because everything would probably blow up immediately when I try. <laughs> That'd be a very wild thing to do. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's a, it's it's a big old boy. Um, I will say I think some of the changes they did to the UI is weird. I hate it. I hate the new UI. And I'm just like, I don't understand why you would do that, but I mm-hmm. guess because it's a new thing, you have to change things up. But it's like, PS4 thing was fine. Xbox didn't change it up at all. No. Um, they're like, hey, our UI works. Here's the UI you recognize. PS5, mm-hmm. they just like went crazy pants with it. I don't like it. I don't like the UI at all. Like so many things are just so convoluted and don't make any sense and like non-intuitive. I feel like I've gotten used to it now though, using it a lot. So like. I don't use mine enough to get used to it yet. Right. Um, I will say that I like that certain games, like when you, when you scroll over onto them, it'll like play music related to it. Music. So, like, if I go to, like, Devil May Cry, I get Devil May Cry music. I'm like, yay, time to rock out. Woo. Yeah, but what if they had themes? I miss themes so I also much. I miss themes. I miss themes. Ugh. Bring them back. I basically hate everything about the UI on the PS5. Like, there's nothing that I genu- like, genuinely like. Because <laughs> if, if, Given the choice of the music thing that I was just mentioning and themes, I'm going to pick themes. Oh, yeah. Totally, totally. Like, the PS4 interface worked fine. It was really great. And it was an improvement over the PS3 interface, which is very similar. Um, And then the PS5, they're just like, what if we just do none of that that works and make it just stupid? Like, hey, how about share play? Let's just make that really non-intuitive. Woo! (laughs) It's so hard to figure out how to do that. And eventually I'll get used to it, I'm sure, because like we we do that a lot. Um, 
but I just don't play it enough that it's it's become a thing that's intuitive to me. Whereas with PS4, it's like here, I'm just gonna hit the share play button. Woo, it's done. I mean, it, of course, it is the the idea that the you know we've had what like eight or nine years of experience using a PS4 compared mm-hmm. to one with a PS5. Yeah. So there's a bit of a difference, obviously, but I still don't like it. Some of those changes are just weird, I would say. Bring back themes. Bring back themes as well. Um, I like the controller. I don't. Well, it's because it's probably big and you have small hands. Correct. That's why. Yes. Um, you know, it feels a lot like the, the DualShock 4, just a different design, all that sort of stuff. I will say I really like the the adaptive triggers and haptic, feed- haptic feedback that are like used in combination with both of those. Like the the rumble in this really feels like what Nintendo tried to market to you with HD Rumble. Mm-hmm. Except HD Rumble was just we just made the rumble really loud and high. <laughs> Bring. Whereas <laughs> this, like, you can really feel like stuff happening throughout like the entirety of the controller. So like when I'm playing GT Seven, like it has the adaptive trigger stuff. So, like you know your L2 will be harder to push down because that's your brake. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's hard to do that. And then R2 can be a little flimsy at times with, like, the accelerator, depending on where you at, are at on the surface of the track and all that sort of stuff. And then, like, you know, where you are on the track will, like, vibrate differently on your controller. So, like, if you're taking a right-handed turn and you hit the rumble strips on the inside of the corner, like, the right side of your controller is going to vibrate. And if you do the other, the other way, the left side of your controller is going to vibrate. And if, like, you're going over, like, rough surfaces, like, the whole controller is going to, like, be like, whoa, what are you doing? (laughs) I think that stuff is just really cool and just, like, a really smart added touch to really create more immersion within your gaming experiences compared to, like, you know, what Rumble used to be or just, like, all that sort of stuff. I haven't used anything that, or I haven't played anything that really used it um, quite like that. Um, I will tell you, though, and this is going to be the least surprising thing to you because you know me very well. Um, the first time, like, it it did the rumbles, it scared me. Shocker. Like, a lot. It scared me a whole lot because the rumbles felt very different from anything I had experienced previously. Right. I was like, what is this? Legitimately freaked me out for a minute. And then I realized, like, okay, yes, this is fine. I can handle this. This is okay. <laughs> You're a menace. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whoops. It, it just alarmed me. I'm easily alarmed. <laughs> that is that is definitely true. Um, but it's not have, a lie. It's not a lie. Uh, I just have not. I've not really had anything that. Um, I mean, I got scared by a dang menu when I was playing on the PS5. Um, but I haven't had anything that that uses it as clever, like as. Um, GT7, that sounds really smart. Yeah. So, like, I think, I like, I like all that sort of stuff. Um, graphically, everything looks great, even, like, on my older TV. Yeah. Um. I have 4K TV, and everything's just, like, beautiful. It's all, like, all that stuff's good. Like, you can definitely tell it's, like, you know, textures are much better, higher res. So, like, all that stuff's gonna look better. Um, lighting is the big thing. Yep. Throughout most games that, you know, utilize the hardware to its fullest extent of just like all that stuff looks better. 
in a way that like it really hadn't before on consoles. Mm-hmm. So like that stuff is all really cool and everything. But I think the big the big thing out of these consoles is load times. Yeah. Load times are just ridiculous. Yeah. In a way that you're just like, man, how did we ever deal with this stuff before? Right? It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's so nice to have like better load times. It's really good. Like we were playing um the Sonic game. Yeah. Over the weekend. And yeah. that is obviously a PS4 game. It's not, you know, it doesn't have anything it doesn't do anything on the PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, but like there are significant low times when you're going in and out of races in that game. And I was just like, I was getting impatient in a way. I was like, oh, right. This is, this used to be normal. Yep. Yep. I just got used to things just being like snappy. <laughs> and now I'm just like, oh man, I have to wait for a load. Ooh. What is this? <laughs> Trash. The stone ages. <laughs> Well, and um, I remember when we were playing uh, True Colors, Life is Strange True Colors. Um, I watched you play on PS4, and I'd played it on PS5, and I mentioned mm-hmm. the load time difference. Yeah. Because um, that was a significant difference. I would be interested to see, like, if you saw that on PS5 now, like, what you would think. But um, that is not to say that you should go back and play True Colors again unless you really want to. But... <laughs> Uh, it is it is a huge huge difference. It really is like what is, like the first thing I downloaded on my PS5 was Final Fantasy 14 because mm-hmm. obviously uh, yeah, which that game runs better on PS5. Like you have a steady 60 frames a second, just like at all times. So I was just like, holy shit, this frame rate! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but like load times are very are just significantly quicker in that game as well. So like you can like warp to one of like the busiest cities in the game mm-hmm. and like you're just there instantly whereas like if you're on base ps4 it takes you like a good 30 to 40 seconds to load in because like it has to populate all the people and like there's so many people that it's like the game's like uh <laughs> i'm struggling whereas like this is like all right cool we're in all right go go do your stuff have fun kid yeah i'm just like man <laughs> man yep this is nice. <laughs> yeah, load times on on uh, PS5 and um, Series X are insane. Yeah, insane. I love it. It's it's really good. Like obviously these consoles, like you're not gonna have like a whole bunch of like the graphical quality is like there's an improvement obviously over the previous generation of consoles, but right. like we keep reaching like the the wall essentially of just like you know these games look good. How much better can they look? And like these these games do look better. They look better, but yeah. But like, we are reaching that point where it's like, you know, how much better can we make these look? Whereas like I think the big thing with these consoles is that like the load times being significantly reduced just changes a whole lot. Yeah. Like, that's the big selling point, I think, for these these newer consoles. Um, not PS five related, but Series X related and you're Again, gonna be like, well, yeah, that's Al. Um, you know that I was playing Lost Odyssey recently on my Series X. Correct. Um, and because it's the the digital version, which I guess I can play the disc version, I haven't tried, but good lord are the load times on that super fast now. It's like that is a 360 game and it it loads like amazing. 
incredibly fast now. Which which it does help that like Microsoft like puts in work. They do, they do, they do. I was just like, whoa, whoa, to like, whoa. To like kind of like, you know, make those games run better and look better on each console, at like each newer console. So like that's a cool, cool thing as well. But like, yeah. Beautiful. A++. Worth buying the Series X just for that, by the way. <laughs> just for Lost Odyssey. Just for Lost Odyssey. Um, one thing I do want to say about the PS5 that's not related to load times or Lost Odyssey because you can't play Lost Odyssey on the PS5. Um, I hate the white. I mean, I have a white PS4, so it doesn't really bother me. I don't have a white PS4. I do not like the white. But I, I think that's fair. Um, white does not age well. Um, and I just don't like how it looks. Um, it still just also looks like a giant router to me. Yeah. Like a giant router. I I want you guys to realize when I say this is a large console, and I know this, like, probably people have this, um, system, so they know this, but like, if I stand up next to the PS5, it's essentially the size of my torso in terms of length. And that's not an exaggeration. It's crazy. It's huge. It's so big. It's so big. Why is it so big? It's also so loud. So I think to be fair, like when there's a disc in the system, it is very loud. Jet engine. But if you don't have a disc in the system, like it's really quiet. But I want to have discs in the system because I like my physical media. No, I'm no, I mean that's fine. But like, if you just take that disc out, like it's gonna, that thing's just gonna like be like quiet, and you're just gonna be like, is it running? Where'd it go? <laughs> well, with a disc in, it is it is ready for takeoff. I only have it really do that like I think at launch when it launches up. Mm-hmm. But like after that, it seems relatively fine on my end. Really? Yeah. Maybe I haven't played anything like long enough for it to really matter. Um, I don't know. I think what have I played the most on? Well, besides Root Film, Alan Wake. Alan Wake. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. Alan Wake is the next thing that I've spent the most time with, and it it wasn't like distractingly loud at that point, but it it did have moments. It was like, Good God, dude. Um, <laughs> you need to calm down, PS Five. Hey, that means you can play Alan Wake that I got you finally. On yeah, the I PS5. haven't opened that yet. <laughs> That's fine, but like, you actually have a use for it now. You I have... do have a use for it now. You're right. I, I, it's not just going to sit there and just be a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Mocking you for your lack of PS5. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't believe I somehow got you a free copy of Alan Wake for the PS5. Thanks, Target. Thanks, Target. You're the best. Um... But yeah, yeah, now you can play Alan Wake on your PS5. Woo. Woo. Um, you're right, though. Like, that's probably the most time I've spent since Alan Wake and, and Root Film. I played some of the um, Tesla Rise on there, but I didn't, you didn't like it. didn't get super far. I didn't like it. Right. Um, and I played some of the, the Devil May Cry, but um, I got really busy and stopped doing that. I mean, the third highest thing you've probably played on your PS5 is The Stranger of Paradise Trials. <laughs> yeah! You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Although, really, to be fair, it's probably Life is Strange. 
Oh, right. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's probably it. But Stranger Paradise, come on. <laughs> the game's out next week. Is it next week? Yeah. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. That game just looks stupid, and I love it. It looks real dumb. It looks so stupid. I have to finish my Atome before next week so I can dedicate all my time to stupidity. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Well, now I'm excited. <laughs> PS5, you're getting used soon. It's like, oh, boy. Yay! Finally. Finally. You're going to love me. No, not really. <laughs> I'm going to try. I, I sound negative. I'm really not negative about the PS5. Like, I think it's a fine console. I think it does what it needs to do really, really well. Um, I just haven't gotten to use it a whole lot yet. And that's, yeah. that's the big bummer. Um, Which, like, I guess, to be fair, like, there's still not a whole lot of stuff out there in the catalog. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, for, like, PS5, PS5 stuff. Yeah. That's not, like, cross-platform. Not cross-platform, but cross-generation. Right. Like, there's still not a whole, whole lot. Right. In there, unfortunately. But, like, obviously that's, you know, due to the fact that, you know, the pandemic is still running rampant on development and just in general and in terms of life and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, hey, consoles are still very hard to find. Yeah. And it's still a relatively new console, too. Yeah. So... Um, it will get better, and I'm sure that I will use it just as much as I used my PS4, because I used my PS4 a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and hey, the benefit of this, which is probably not going to last me very long, is that um, I have space on it where I don't have space on my PS4. Yeah. Um, so I can actually like do things. But yeah, uh, I guess Stranger Paradise will be the the next the next thing that gets me to boot up the. The router jet engine. Um, I just wish it wasn't white. And I wish that like it's it's got those little attachment thingies you could put on it that they sell. But like, they're expensive. They're so expensive. It's like $80. Sony thinks that they're going to get me to spend $80 to make it blue. Like, no. Well, it's because there was people actually making those for the console. And then Sony was like, no, -uh, you're not. <laughs> Oh my god, of course. We want to get our money. Um those colored controllers are sexy as hell though, but I Again. I'm not spending expensive. that money for it. I'm not spending that much money on that. I will yeah. suffer through my weird white console. Yeah. But yeah. Obviously, like like we said, like that console's not been out for long, so I'm sure the uh our feelings about it are going to change over the next five to six years of its existence mm -hmm. until the the next consoles decide to come out or whatever or whatever or the half-step consoles come out or whatever they decide to do. Who knows? Hey, Root Film plays beautifully on it. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Those 2D sprites probably pop. Beautiful, man. <laughs> so beautiful. The lighting. Oh, man. <laughs> You're like you're playing Ruby on a PS5. That can't be right. I'm like, oh well, it, it is right. Eh. Goober, buddy, you're blocking out all the light. You're making it really dark. But that's that's what you like. Well, I do, but I I also like 
want to kind of see at the moment since I'm yeah. recording. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, we were talking about lighting being good on the PS5. I probably need good lighting in my life in my house, right? No, I don't. Yeah, because you live like a vampire. It's it's <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's the best though. Oh man. <laughs> uh, I think that's gonna wrap up this episode, though. Yeah, wrapped it up. Max is here. Well, do you want anything else you want to talk about the PS5 about? Um, no. I'm. I'm. Once we finish recording, I want to see if I can get it behind my TV. And hopefully, not die in the process. We hope not. Um, if if Psycho VA only has one co or one host next week, you know what happened to me. I, I died via PS5. Ripperoni, pepperoni. Mm-hmm, it's true. But anyways, if you'd like more from us, head on over to seasonalanimecheckup.com or sac.cools where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared Now Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. You can buy our books, One Shiny Moment of Critical Analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA. Buy us a slice of pizza get access to unedited versions of the podcast early and a wealth of bonus content as well. Yay! Next week, I don't know, I'm guessing we're probably going to talk about your Otome. Probably going to talk about the Otome, because I... Unless you somehow can't finish it in time. I mean, I have spring break coming up. Yeah, but we got a short week coming up. Do we? Yeah, daylight savings time is tomorrow. Ugh! Yeah! Ugh! No! Worst! No! So you're going to lose an hour of play. Oh, terrible. Well, I, I only have like half of a dude's route and then the true ending route left. So oh, yeah, you'll be fine. I should probably be able to pull it off. So we will be, be talking fine. about um, variable barricade next week, probably. Yeah. Um, you know, because I told my names. Um, and actually, I do understand now what variable barricade means. So oh, I, 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 will, I will be able to explain that to the people. Um, but yeah, look forward to talking about some some weird atomic shenanigans. Yep. Yep. <laughs>